Good evening, and welcome to Transforming Lives, the radio ministry of the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio. I invite you to stay tuned for the next hour for a live discussion providing biblical answers to life's questions. Here now is your host for tonight's edition of Transforming Lives. We want to welcome you tonight to Transforming Lives, a live radio broadcast coming to you from WHKW 1220 AM here in Cleveland, Ohio. We're glad that you've joined us tonight. We look forward to a good opportunity together to be able to talk about the things that are pertinent to us and significant to us in the matters of our Christian walk and Christian understanding. I'm joined tonight by Pastor Gus Supan. I'm joined tonight by uh, the director of the Biblical Counseling Institute, which sponsors this uh, program, and that is Pastor Joe Propri, and I am Pastor Glenn Dunn. Each one of us glad to be able to be here tonight to try to guide you folks through the Word of God and why the Word of God is significant for us in understanding how we can live a life of uh, victory and live a life to please our Savior. We trust that you will uh, benefit from our program tonight. We would encourage you to call uh, the broadcast. We have a a local number and we have a toll-free number. The local number is 216-901-0933, and the toll-free number is 888-677-677. 9673. And we're going to be talking tonight about uh, a fairly important subject as we, as pastors and as biblical counselors, uh, meet with people in the office, and that is the issue of life-dominating sin. And we want to address those uh, sins that people deal with, even as professed Christians, and uh, they struggle with things that are uh, sins that are life-dominating. And uh, guys, thanks for being here tonight. I suppose that you have dealt with people uh, pretty frequently in the off in the counseling setting uh, who would come in with life dominating sin. Yes. yes what we uh, have. What would what what are some of those sins that you would describe or you think that people would describe as being life dominating? Well, any sin that it, that they are unable to gain victory over, sometimes we would call it a besetting sin. Um, it could be. Uh, uh, drunkenness. I know the world would call it alcoholism. It could be uh, drug addiction. Uh, any number of any number of those issues, or the inability to control anger. That anger goes on rampant uh, uh, to such an extent that uh, they're always in trouble regarding it. So it's when sin has control of you. Okay. All right. Well, obviously, uh, we should probably define it. One of the ways we define it in one of our training classes is the, uh, the, the particular sinful habit pattern that so dominates a person's life that you can actually be labeled by that particular sin. The Bible calls people, for example, uh, angry, stay away from an angry person. Well, you know, a person uh, defined that way may not be angry every moment of the day, but it so dominates their nature and character that others would describe them as an angry person. It's such a regular part of their life. And that's what a life-dominating sin is. The Bible is replete with examples of that. All those passages talks about, know this, that no such person such as an adulterer, fornicator, effeminate, uh, uh, drunkard, greedy, or whatever, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Those are labels that, that don't necessarily say those individuals are committing those sins all of the time every every moment of the day but those sins and those patterns of sin so dominate their lifestyle and their character that you can label them by the sin and that's what we call life dominating sins 
You know, one of the the things that is such a thrill, I think, for us as pastors to be able to uh, to be on this radio broadcast is to promote the Word of God in a way that it seems to us, at least, at least it seems to me, isn't often being promoted today, even in Christian circles, and unfortunately, even from many pulpits. And that is this idea that the Word of God brings to us victory for the very things that um, we've been describing tonight. And and so we would encourage anybody that's listening tonight, we want you to know, we don't want you to be discouraged if you're struggling with a sin. We don't want you to be discouraged. We want you to know that there is hope. That's right. And there is hope which comes to us through a living Savior. And we're coming up to Easter, the living, resurrected Savior. And through his word, Hebrews chapter 4 tells us that the word of God is living and active, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Perhaps tonight you're struggling with something uh, that we would qualify, and we're going to give a a fuller definition here as our brother has just uh, introduced it, but uh, perhaps you're struggling with, with something, a sin that keeps reoccurring and so forth. We want you to listen tonight because we believe that the Bible gives to you uh, hope, and we believe that the Bible gives to you answers. Let's let's give a, that number again. So if, if you are struggling with that, uh, with, with an issue, and you would like to talk to us, all of us are pastors, all of us are counselors, and uh, we would count it a privilege and an honor to speak with you. The local number is 216-901-0933, and the toll-free number is 888-677-9673. You know, we're, uh, we're happy to uh, to be able to, to, to take calls and um, just this week, uh, uh, Joe sent us an email to say that uh, a man called from Ontario, Canada mm-hmm. to ask some questions about um, the counseling and to get some counseling over the phone. And, and we're, we're glad that this broadcast is being pushed out, um, as we understand it, into 13 states and, and a good uh, portion of uh, the, the province of Ontario. And so uh, we would encourage you to call tonight to, to uh, take advantage of this pastor's form in and the Glenn, matters of counseling. Glenn, let's tell, uh, let's tell our listening audience how wonderful it is to hear from you. We are aware of uh, callers who have let us know that they've heard the program, and uh, but we haven't heard from all these 13 states yet. So if you're listening, uh, encourage us. Just give us a call and tell mm-hmm. us. Uh, that you listen to us, what station, and we want to bless you by giving you a free gift for your call. We have a, a, a book that was written by John Piper, uh, 50 Reasons Christ Endured the Passion. It's not the exact title, but it relates to the uh, passion of Christ and the soon coming celebration of that passion and, and resurrection. So this is an excellent book for this season, and it's a book for any season. We want to give that to you. Let me remind you also that you can uh, get our program live podcasted from our website as well as um, live streamed from the radio's website, uh, WHKW. And also you can download for free MP3 files of the previous programs where we've hosted on this topic and dozens of others since uh, early September of last year. So that website is www.bci-ohio.com. You can also Communicate with us via email at transforminglives at yahoo.com. There's many ways to get a hold of us, and we'd like to hear from you. That's a lot of information, and we'll try to give some of that again tonight, some of those resources for you. Um, but we're, as we say, we're glad to do so and privileged to do so. As we speak of life-dominating sin, let's let's give a definition that perhaps is just a, a, a wee bit fuller than our brother has given, and that is this, a problem, whether substance or attitude, that controls or dominates the personality and character of a person so much so 
that he can actually be labeled by the problem. He's an angry man or a liar, etc., or he's a drug addict, an alcoholic, homosexual, fearful man, Mm -hmm. etc. Exactly. You'd agree that that's a good, well, you would agree that that's a good (laughs) definition for a (laughs) life-dominating sin. Um, And and so these are the kinds of issues that that, uh, even professed Christians face. Yes. You know, Joe referenced something from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and our brother's going to read to us uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. It says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor adulterer, nor, nor idolater, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, mm. but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. You notice I emphasize you were yeah. some of these. And we're mm. going to talk about that past tense nature of this, but listen to what Galatians, Paul tells uh, the Galatians in chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Paul, Paul hasn't even given an exhaustive list here. There's much more, he says, that we could, we could say, but we, get this, we certainly get the picture. And then he gives this solemn warning. I warn you, as I did before, he says, that those who live like this, present tense, mm-hmm. will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And so we see a, a, a real difference between what we read in 1 Corinthians 6, which is, which is the past nature, the past uh, um, reference, and then this present tense reference. And one of the things that is important for us, we believe, as pastors, is that people would learn to think biblically about the nature of their relationship to Christ as professed Christians and then the nature of their relationship to remaining sin yes. in this issue. Yes. And uh, this, is, this is such a, an important issue, and, and it's one where, in, in my church, uh, our, our folks hear me say regularly, we have to learn to think biblically. You guys would agree with that, mm-hmm. right? We have mm-hmm. to learn to think biblically, and the Bible has to inform us and the Bible tells us something very significant about people who are labeled. And Joe, you 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 mentioned that you spoke to uh, people whose habit would be towards these uh, these particular sins. People that are labeled with these kinds of sins because it is the practice of their lives. There it is, that present tense. And the Bible says they cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That's scary words, you know. And they're they're they're. I think they're some of the most sobering words that we can we could think about. Yes, for the Bible to actually delineate certain categories and say, if that's your category, don't don't plan on meeting me for eternity. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a place of torment prepared for the devil and the angels, and you'll join them. Now, he's he, like us, would not like to see anyone go there. But if we're more attached to our sins, we're more attached to the habits of our life so that it affects our whole lifestyle why do you, than we why are to God, you know, then why, why, I like the way a theologian said it once, why would God make you spend eternity with him in hell when you wanted nothing to do with him, you weren't comfortable with his presence here, you were more comfortable in your sin and you enjoyed it. 
That's quite an right. interesting way to put it. Why right. would God give such a harsh uh, judgment for that? Why, why would he say that? It, it appears to me that anyone who practices these kinds of behaviors is continually rejecting him, mm. continually refusing to listen to him, continue to, to and he's saying, you're just, con- you're just turning your back on me, and, and this is the consequence of that. Mm-hmm. Not just one event, but it's a series of things, and, and I, I think that's why God has such a strong indictment. Let's judgment. say the same thing a slightly different way, Gus. The, uh, uh, I, I, I was profoundly affected by the way it was said when someone said, uh, when, when God offers his grace to you, and it's your only hope, and you spurn that, you trample that underfoot, so to speak. What you're saying is, Jesus offered on the cross for me means nothing to me. Mm. Nothing at all. Mm. I don't care. Uh, It's understandable why the wrath of God would be poured out instead Mm. of on Christ who paid for those sins, but instead upon us who demand that it should be poured out upon Mm. us because his crucifixion and resurrection mean nothing. This is such an important topic tonight, and we we consider it as such, and again, we consider it a real privilege to promote God's Word, and we want to just encourage you tonight. Uh, This doesn't mean that as Christians we'll never struggle with any of these sins, we will, but it means that uh, there's a difference between struggling and being dominated by those sins, and we're going to look forward to talking more about these things tonight. Again, we would encourage you to call. If you're struggling with an issue, the number is 216-901-0933, and the toll-free number 888-677-9673. Stay tuned for these resources, and we'll be right back with you after the break here on Transforming Lives. The Biblical Counseling Institute offers training in the use of God's Word to help people solve the common problems of life in a fallen world. Whether personal problems or relational problems, the Scriptures give competent counsel for all non-organically caused problems. BCI exists to equip Christians to handle the Bible practically for themselves and others, gently and compassionately, towards solutions that transform lives and glorify God. Various types of training are available. You can come to us in Garrettsville. We can bring classes to your church, or you can take classes in your own home by correspondence. For more information, call BCI at 330-527-4205 or email us at info at bci-ohio.com. That's 330-527-4205 or info at bci-ohio.com. So I was having my coffee the other day and I wondered, what's so special about Cornerstone Bible Fellowship? Is it the family-like environment, the Christian development classes geared for all ages, or the fact that Cornerstone Bible Fellowship believes both in the inerrancy and the sufficiency of the Bible? Cornerstone Bible Fellowship is committed to preaching, teaching, and counseling from God's Word. I've heard testimonies of how the biblical counseling ministry of our church helped my friend with her panic attacks, helped one believer with his anger and another who struggled with worry all by giving them solid biblical principles to help them defeat these sins in their lives. It's amazing. At Cornerstone Bible Fellowship, I'm learning that I have everything I need to live a life of victory and godliness. It's my prayer that we will reach even more people with the good news that the Bible is sufficient to meet our greatest needs. Cornerstone Bible Fellowship is currently meeting at Remington College at Great Northern. For more information, call 440-617-0002 or visit us on the web at cbfministry.org. 
we want to welcome you back to Transforming Lives, a live call-in radio broadcast coming to you from 1220 WHKW here in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, We're encouraging you to call tonight to this program to speak to pastors, uh, certified counselors, uh, biblical counselors. We have the local numbers 216-901-0933, and the toll-free number is 888-677-9673. We're so excited to be able to uh, be involved in this broadcast, and and, uh, we're talking tonight about uh, the significance of understanding how we can gain uh, victory over life-dominating sins. And uh, we would encourage you to pay attention to what the Word of God uh, tells us in this issue because it's, uh, it's so significant for us, especially for those who claim to be born-again Christians. We have a caller on the line who is uh, calling from Cleveland, and we'd like to welcome uh, Jeanette to the program. Uh, God bless you. Jeanette, welcome to Transforming Lives. Yes, uh, I have a problem here that uh, I am celibate. And I had that lifestyle, the balance of my adult life, mm-hmm. a failed marriage that was devastating. Now, as um, a seasoned Christian, I'm also a gospel singer, mm-hmm. and this pastor is enamored by my voice. And um, I really, how do you set boundaries? Um, emotional, and uh, I want to help with his church, but at the same time, um, you want to protect when, yourself, yes, <laughs> and definitely. glorify the Lord. Yes, Amen. Yes. Is there and, any way to do that, or run like Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, always hold that in reserve, Jeanette, because that's uh, that'll, that's safety for sure. But I don't want to interrupt, Glenn. Go ahead. No, that's, that's Jeanette. Is your pastor married? No. Okay. Are you a member of the of the church at which you're speaking of? Or? Well, I've I've known him for some years as a singer in a choir that he had in the city, mm-hmm. and then uh, some years lapsed, and you know I'm still celibate and you know a holy woman. Good. And uh, intend to stay that way the balance of my life, and uh, I I uh, have no problems with that, you know, uh, except that uh, you know. I don't want to compromise myself, but the integrity of myself. But at the same time, I have a lot to offer the church. In Jeanette. terms of, uh, I'm highly educated. I sing gospel songs. I, uh, I'm pro- prolific in Greek and uh, have taken a plethora of uh, Bible courses over the years. And um, I like to be an old maid. <laughs> I'd like to do that. Jeanette, so, Jeanette, you uh, you have uh, it has been your you believe your call from God to be celibate. Yes, that is your state in life. I mean, you? I, I I I have a ministry to the young girls, Good. The young girls to keep them, and I you 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 show you I believe you lead by example that it is doable. Chastity is not a bad word. No, it's an excellent yeah. word for Thank single you. people. Thank you. Yeah. How how long have you been uh, did you say you've been uh uh affiliated with this uh, with this church with this pastor? Just uh you know just I didn't know, you know, that he was enamored with my voice and everything. Uh and he says I was the best 
you know, persons in the choir and everything. And this is the same thing that happened in my first, in my marriage. He had, he admired my education and my brain and my and my voice and everything, and it was just devastating. It's a different he you're talking about? Yeah, it's a different one, but it's the same kind of MO. Yes. Do you, do you Admire, sense, you know. it, it's, it's difficult uh, in a call-in show sometimes to gather the kinds of data we, we need to gather. Absolutely. And so we have to be careful how we, how we do this over the air. Uh, but, but the question, I guess, uh, comes to mind, do you sense in any way his, he is enamored with more than your singing voice? Uh, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and are you sensing that towards <laughs> him yourself? I mean, I want to set limits. I'm not a lesbian. I want to set limits. I want to. I want to preserve my purity and my integrity as a as a as a person in the church world as a Christian. Mm-hmm. I have a run a race to run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it it's Jeanette. Again, we can only fly at thirty three thousand feet over some of these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're you're certainly welcome to to get in touch with us at. Uh, well, I was just wondering, you know, how do you set boundaries? Right. You know, that's that's the whole thing, emotional, and then you know. It, do you have any literature on setting boundaries with uh, uh, men that are in the church world? Uh, While we're thinking about the literature question, uh, let me address a couple other things, uh, Jeanette, with you. <clears throat> we don't want to leave you with some direction. We want to give you some, but as, as Glenn was saying, we would certainly like to have more time to gather more data on something like this to be more specific. <clears throat> but here's some general things as uh, hopefully we can come up with some literature ideas or some suggestions. First of all, um, does the pastor appear to be the kind of a fella who's, who's setting boundaries himself for himself and for his people that he serves with? Does he have any of those kinds of things in place, or is he the kind of pastor? See, we have no clue of what your pastor's like. Well, I'm, I've run into pastors. I've talked to pastors. I've counseled people. And so my brothers here where uh, single pastors in particular have an eye out for the girls and uh, Timothy would be a good book for them to study. He he makes sure that Paul says that Timothy needs to treat the the younger women as their sister, as his sister. He's got to have a sister mentality instead of a potential date right. mentality. Yeah, yeah. And if he doesn't seem to have that kind of mentality and it's indicated toward you, he's not just enchanted with your voice. He's grown accustomed to your face, to quote an old song, and he's he's got a liking to you in other sorts of ways, then... Uh, uh, that's not a healthy situation, although there's nothing wrong with a single pastor looking for a, uh, a future wife. Well, There's nothing th- wrong with that. I think but, I think you should just jump in and say that's one thing I would just um, caution you, Jeanette. There's nothing wrong, even though you had a bad experience and so forth, perhaps in your first marriage. Let's, let's not indict marriage itself. Mm-hmm. You know, God has set marriage no, up. No, no, marriage is a very... You know, I understand it's holy and everything. Right, right. If you cannot keep yourself together, and I've managed to learn how to do that. Right. Well, <laughs> and it's... I'm happier that way because I'm a very creative person that likes my intellect, and uh, I don't like sitting at home. You know, uh, doing uh, you know right. uh, domestic chores. I don't like that. I, I wasn't raised like that, and I don't have any fulfillment in that area. I, I like to uh, do creative, I write plays, you know, poetry, everything, you know, it's real nice. And it seems like it's just Satan, you know, kind of hedging his way in to to get me underfoot. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do, Jeanette. I'm going to encourage you to to get in touch with us via our website at transforminglives at yahoo.com. Okay. Okay. I've I've managed to transform my life, and I don't want to go back to the... uh, 
you know, the okie doke of, uh, you know, road delegation and how I, I, it's good. You know, some people can do that. I can't do that. Mm. Well, I, I, it's not fulfilling. Jeanette, we appreciate your okay. heart for wanting to serve God and use right. the, the gifts and talents that you That's have and you want to be protected. And it's going to take a little more information and a little more time with you. So okay. if you can com- write to us an email, transforminglives at yahoo.com, something okay. like that, and we can interact with you there and hedge along in that direction. We'll probably come up with some other resources and literature. We'll have more time to think. When we're on the air live, it's okay. difficult to think fast. But you've got a genuine uh, concern that we appreciate. Thank you. It's called Trent. I'm sorry, transforming lives, lives at yahoo at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just remind us of the call and the content of some of the things we've discussed, and we'll pick it up from there, and we'll try to help you in a lot more detail. Thanks so much. Hey, Jeanette, hang on to the line, because uh, our producer can get your, uh, your address, and, and we'll be happy to send you that book for calling, okay? Thank you. Thanks very much. God bless. We have... We want to encourage uh, others to call 216-901-0933 or uh, the toll-free number 888-677-9673. We have another caller on the line tonight, and Janice is calling uh, from Brunswick. Janice, welcome to Transforming Lives. Hi. How are you? Very, not very good right now. Okay. Um, I, um, I've been struggling on and off. For years, with uh, drug addiction, uh-huh. um, my mother died as a direct result of that, and I was um, going to church. I was born again Christian, spirit filled, and I was doing fine. And I was in a car accident, and um, I got. Um, Got on pain medication, something like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I relapsed. And now I'm just the beginning of getting clean again. And I, I just wanted to know, I know the in the Bible it says once your house is swept clean, and then, um, you know, the same demons and seven more, even stronger. Mm-hmm come back, I mean, I, I'm i not sure. I've rededicated my life, but I don't know. Do I need um, deliverance? I, I know I do, but, I mean, I'm wondering if there's not... Um, I know there's a spiritual stronghold that needs broken. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just... Go ahead. Janice, let's, let, let us encourage you with this. Uh, okay. Scripture tonight, and it Ro- comes from Romans chapter 6, and it's verse 14. Okay. And it tells us that as Christians, sin shall not be your master okay. any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I don't know of any better deliverance than the truth. Right. I, I don't think you need to have any kind of special deliverance or any okay. kind of special... Anything more than Jesus offers to every one of us who mm-hmm. come before him in faith believing. And, uh, you know... As Christians, we are going to fail. Uh, we have the promise of 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. We have that promise because Christ knows that we are going to sin and we are going to fail. You have a particular uh, 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 failure in this matter of uh, a chemical addiction. Yes. You've, you had an accident. 
you were put on prescription medication. Were, were, did your prescript yeah. is it the prescription medication that you were addicted to again? Yeah, well, that was um, what led to me relapsing. On what what do, what do you what are you calling relapsing? Um, Define that. I ended up using um, heroin. Okay, so you got off of the prescription gradually, and uh, but you still had a desire to. Yeah, because yeah, it triggered me wanting to do. You know what I to, yeah to have the old feelings that yeah, you had exactly. yeah exactly yeah. so there's a psychological complication oh, yeah. to the to exactly. this matter and that's where the power of the spirit comes in particularly yeah. because uh, you know the physical addiction of the body through the right. uh, pain medications can be gradually weaned and even the physical addiction of heroin can be gradually weaned under management yeah. but it's the psychological thing that you need where your mind and your soul and your spirit etc however you want to define that. Uh, where you're desiring something. And, and yes. that's where Glenn is saying it's the power of sp- the Spirit over that sinful propensity to want to to want to meet that desire of our heart that Christ only can meet. And uh, so there's a transfer that goes on by the choices that you make and where you say no to the desire to feel a certain way and you say yes right. to the desire to please God and have the Holy Spirit uh, come in and fill your life so full that you begin to enjoy that and the joy of your salvation eclipses any other kind of human feeling that uh, that you you want to have and see what happens is you were you became weak in an innocent sort of way yeah, you became right. weak because of the accident and right. the bible says that god's grace is sufficient in those moments of weakness second corinthians 12 where paul uh, had his weakness but he said that uh, his strength was made perfect in his weakness. And so in your time of weakness, rather than turning to God with all of your heart, uh, you went to the old familiar ways. Exactly. Now, as Glenn said, God God can cleanse you of that and and forgive you of that. We, we're all tempted to do that. Don't be bummed out. The enemy, that's where the devil comes in. He took advantage right, of your exactly. weakness and tempted you, but you by choice, gave into it. Now you, by choice, yield your members to righteousness, right. and God will begin to strengthen your life. Be careful you don't think that you've lost your salvation because yeah, you've sinned. I'm, okay. Exactly. I feel so guilty that I just yeah. feel like I let the Holy Spirit down. And yeah. Janice, I, I, this is Pastor Supan. Um, how long ago did you would you say that you went into what you call the relapse? Um, I... It was about a year ago when it started, so I've been, you know, pretty much messed up for a year, and, and now it's and been what have you And what have you done about it in this um, year? About, okay. Uh, yeah, I, what, where I have you gone? What, what help have you sought? Okay, right now I am um, going to meetings. I went and had an assessment done. I'm supposed to start outpatient, intensive outpatient therapy this week, and I do have a lot of support. And I'm just so scared. I just don't want to fail. What What have you? I I can I can imagine that's it's a frightening and and hurtful thing for you, dear. What uh, What about your your uh, spiritual? Uh, okay, my I, father is um, a minister, and he's very supportive too. My stepmother, too, and um, they both go to church. They're born again Christians, and they're praying for me. I have. My family are—they're mostly Christian. Yeah. How much? How much time have you spent in the Bible about this? Um, I read every day. 
I've been reading every day, but my mind is, um, it's hard to just slow it down enough to even absorb things right now. I'm just um, a mess, really, mentally. Yeah. Are you attending church regularly? I haven't. No, I've been out of church, and um, I do want to go back, I and I've made plans to do so. So my sister goes to a church, and she lives close by, so she's going to start taking me with her. Janet, let us encourage you tonight, okay, in a number of yes. in a number of ways. All right. The first thing is this. John tells us this in first John four, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Okay? If you truly belong to Christ, and that's something that you're gonna to want to assess yourself between you and the Lord. Psalm the Psalmist tells us to do that. Search me, O God, try me, see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. This 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 occasion for sin for you might be something that God is using in his providence to uh, to bring you to a, rea- a as it were a reality check about your relationship to Christ mm-hmm. through God okay so that's one thing that you want to be uh, uh, sort of just take a take time to take inventory over saying that let me just assure you again if you're truly a Christian mm-hmm. just because you've sinned doesn't mean that you're going to lose your salvation Romans chapter 8 speaks very very well to that what shall separate us from the love of God. Okay, there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Including your relapse. That's right, including your sin. And you need to be encouraged about that, okay? And another thing, this, even if it's a chemical addiction, even if you feel as, as if your body is craving this and so forth, let us just encourage you tonight that God, through Christ, gives you victory over these things. This is part of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. And it's called self-control. Right. And God, through his Spirit, via his Word, brings us to that matter of self-control. And I just want to encourage you in the Lord tonight that sin, if you belong to Christ, is no longer your master. Mm-hmm. You've fallen. God will forgive you. And let me just encourage you to do this. Take some time for confession. Take some time for repentance. Ask God to forgive you. Ask God to give you strength. You might have to do that 700 times in a day. Yes, yeah, it's it's going it, to it's going to take some time. Uh, normally sin is is uh, victory is gained over sin by the word of God. I know you you talked about deliverance yeah. uh, looking for a a quick fix, you know that. And yeah. God can do God can yeah. do whatever he wants. He, if right. he wants to do that instantly, uh, praise his name for that. Yeah. But normally, yeah. the normal operative way of overcoming a, a, a dominated problem that we're talking about tonight is by continuous active involvement with the word of yeah. God yeah. and applying yeah. it to, to 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 you as as Glenn said, mm-hmm. uh, 70 70 times 7 uh, as often right. as it takes. Yeah. Day by day. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of people saying, you know, they were instantly delivered of things, and I'm saying, why can't that happen to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I know it's going to be a long road here, but I do know that uh, all things are possible through Christ, and I do believe that, and I have people praying for me, and I'm praying. Um, Kim Clement prophesied over me that I would not die like my mother did, and mm-hmm. and I do believe that. Well, Janet, listen, I wanted to leave you with a few thoughts. Make sure you leave, first of all, your address with our producer so we can get you this free book but even more so i want to get you a uh, a brochure we're going to send that from biblical counseling institute it's called what to do when you're hooked it's an okay. introductory way to help you think about uh god's overall plan to set you free and uh 
and we're, we're a biblically counseling-based program. I think you picked that up from the radio station. What that means is that our approach to helping you is going to be somewhat different than maybe some of the therapy and things that you're uh, looking at in the assessments. And so even right. though those people mean well and are helpful and caring, the biblical approach mm. is far more Amen. powerful. Amen. And we want to exactly. introduce you to that a little bit more. So that pamphlet oh, will help you. It. And then we'll go on to continue to communicate with you if you'll allow us to do that. Oh, All right? I would love that. Thank and, you so And we're going to purpose to pray for you when we get off the air. We'll take the okay. time here in the studio, and we'll specifically pray so that, that God uh, helps you through Jan. this. Now, Janice, hang on to the line, and you can okay. talk to our producer. And Thank let me you. encourage you tonight to read 1 Corinthians chapter 10 okay. and verse 13. Okay? 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Okay. Thanks for calling, Janice. Thank you so much. Please stay tuned to Transforming Lives. We're excited to be able to promote the Word of God with you tonight. We have some resources coming here, and we'll look forward to speaking further with you after the break. desire to become more Christ-like? I want to make you aware of a unique resource every Christian should have who wants to grow in Christ-like character. Transformed into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey is a handbook for putting off sin and putting on the righteousness of Jesus Christ and will help you identify personal habits and tendencies that are hindering your walk with the Lord. This valuable biblical resource will not only help you identify where personal change is needed in your life, but will also explain how to put off old sinful habits and replace them with new godly behaviors. For more information about this wonderful resource, log on to transformedintohislikeness.com. That's transformedintohislikeness.com. If you'd like to order a copy, call 1-800-656-0231 or ask for it at your local bookstore. Transformed Into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey. The Biblical Counseling Institute offers training in the use of God's Word to help people solve the common problems of life in a fallen world. Whether personal problems or relational problems, the Scriptures give competent counsel for all non-organically caused problems. BCI exists to equip Christians to handle the Bible practically for themselves and others, gently and compassionately, towards solutions that transform lives and glorify God. Various types of training are available. You can come to us in Garrettsville. We can bring classes to your church, or you can take classes in your own home by correspondence. For more information, call BCI at 330-527-4205 or email us at info at bci-ohio.com. That's 330-527-4205 or info at bci-ohio.com. We want to welcome you back to Transforming Lives. We're so encouraged and excited to be able to bring the Word of God to you via this live radio broadcast. We're encouraging you to call tonight. We have uh, the local number at 216-901-0933. And then we have the toll-free number, 888-677-9673. We're especially addressing tonight the problem of life-dominating sin. We're going to continue to do that both tonight and and next week's broadcast and uh, perhaps in some others following. And uh, the callers tonight, we want to encourage. We're so thankful that you've called, but perhaps you're listening and you're wondering how you can learn more about uh, this matter of biblical counseling. And um, we're excited to tell you about the Biblical Counseling Institute and the annual conference uh, that uh, BCI will be hosting coming up May the 5th, and uh, the director will tell us a little bit more about that conference. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, 
Biblical Counseling Institute, as you know, or hopefully know, exists to provide training far more than counseling. We certainly do counsel people, but our mission is to train Christians in the pews, as well as pastors, to use and trust the Bible, have confidence in God's Word, because we believe, don't we, brothers, that Bible is sufficient for all these kinds of matters. Amen. And so um, we offer training courses at various locations. We are willing to come to you to offer training. Pastors, if you're listening, we're willing to bring training courses right to your local church. And the fees are incredibly reasonable and easy uh, to accommodate. So we do that. But beyond those training classes, we offer extra educational things. And that annual conference that we do in May of every year is just that. Uh, we bring in a nationally known speaker. This year, our guest speaker from out of town is Dr. Lou Priolo, author of uh, the uh, uh, complete Husband and uh, Teaching Them Diligently, which is a book about child training, The Angry Kid Helping Angry Children. Uh, he's got uh, a dozen books or so that are very practical and very sound biblical books. And and we're looking forward to him coming and addressing the issue of teenagers and counseling teenagers' problems. And then we have a dozen of other guys and gals who are trained biblical counselors who are going to offer workshops on a variety of subjects. And so we're looking forward to that. And you can come to that uh, conference and you can call us or you can uh, check our website, www.bci-ohio.com, and download a, the flyer. The registration forum has more details about it there, but we want to encourage you to take advantage of that. It'll be held in Mayfield Heights. It's not far away, right off of 271, just a few minutes. And so uh, Gus will be there doing a workshop, and Glenn will be there doing a workshop, as well as myself. And we'd love to meet you. If you've been listening to the radio program, here's your opportunity to meet us. Not that that's a big deal, but we'd love to meet you. Mm, we'd love that's to the meet bigger you. deal. That's <laughs> the bigger deal. <laughs> So uh, that's coming up May the 5th, Saturday. Joe, I'd like to remind them that you don't necessarily have to be someone who is, who is uh, thinking you're going to be a biblical counselor. Uh, many people come to these conferences uh, because they uh, said, what can they learn about their own life mm-hmm. and right. some of the issues in their life? And, and I'd say a greater part of them uh, come starting off that way saying, boy, I, I thought I was going to come to come alongside of someone else uh, at my church. But boy, what I've learned about some of the things that are going on in my own soul, in my own heart. Uh, we've seen this time after time uh, after uh, being at so many of these conferences and training centers. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, you should be open to uh, maybe you could learn something about a life-dominating problem. Let's say it this way. First and foremost, it's true that anybody who comes to the training that we offer, it first affects them. Yeah, that's right. It yeah, always right. does. Yeah, and yeah. I'll be honest, I, I'm the one that teaches most of these things, and every time I teach— it affects me. Yeah, right. This past uh, weekend, we were uh, at a large church in this uh, Cleveland area. You'd know it instantly if I mentioned. But uh, God was speaking to my heart, and mm. and God was showing me things as I was delivering the Scriptures. Mm. The Scriptures are illuminating to us all the time. And I was just so blessed to be there to teach. Personally, mm. I benefited. I'm convinced that that's part of what Isaiah 55 speaks to when it says that God's word will not return void. It doesn't. Right. And that's and right. I think most, even if it doesn't appear that there's anything happening on the outside, oh, yeah. the one who delivers it gets receives instruction himself and encouragement and blessing mm-hmm. and so forth, just Absolutely. as you're saying. So we would we would encourage you as you listen to this, and, and one other dynamic of, of the uh, annual conference is what— uh, we might call extreme discipleship. 
and that's that's what's provided uh, mm-hmm. for you. So it's you just don't have to come and say, oh, I have no interest in that because I'm not gifted in counseling or I have no interest to counsel. Mm-hmm. You would benefit by it, believe me, mm-hmm. in the matters of discipleship. Are you interested in being a disciple that's of Christ? Right. Yes, that's right. That's for sure. Well, we uh, want to continue with a, a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6 tonight, and uh, we were considering uh, this in the matter of life-dominating sin. And Paul says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the, in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. And uh, this passage, Paul tells the people that as Christians, this was what some of them used to be. This was what some of them were. That's that statement that Gus was uh, pointing out to us here at the beginning of the broadcast. Paul told the Corinthians that true Christians— would not continue to so practice the things that they had been saved out of so that the description of their character never really changed. And, you know, guys, this is something that we want to be honest about tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't what is preached for most pulpits today. It's- Sadly, you know, I, I keep hearing that every time I'm doing a training thing or whatever, I'm hearing the same thing you are from yep. the lay people and some of the pastors who are present. You just don't hear this stuff. Yep. You don't hear it from the pulpits. You don't hear it on the radio very often. It's it's sad because we're just teaching what the Bible says. Yeah, and and the unfortunate thing is there's a there's a thing known as in the theological parlance easy believism, mm-hmm. and it is this idea that um, I can. I claim Jesus as my Savior, but I don't have to claim Jesus as my Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think that this this is a polluted gospel, and I think it's doing a lot of damage. I think it's a false gospel, yeah. yes. And it's doing a lot of damage to the church. Uh, you know, uh, there is no separation between Jesus being Savior and Jesus being Lord. Matter of fact, uh, Luke, when he writes in Acts chapter 2, Uh, Verse 36, he says, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Mm -hmm. We don't don't see this difference. One of the other things that we see out there, and I know I ran into a couple of times within the past year, is that uh, along with this uh, teaching is that becoming Lord is a second work after you're saved. It's something that happens later on. Mm-hmm. You become it's a saved choice. now, yeah. and then later on, uh, he becomes your Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's uh, equally a false gospel. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an optional choice. You yeah. can think about it for a mm-hmm. while. and Yeah, that's absolutely not true. And I think it's, it's such a disservice to the people in the church mm-hmm. because it, it continues to then uh, weigh them down with this matter of dominating sin and life-dominating sin. This is really significant. And we want to encourage people that are listening tonight that in Christ comes true freedom. It doesn't mean you won't struggle. It means you won't be mastered. It doesn't mean that you won't have to confess the same sin, perhaps, over and over again. It means that sin will not describe your character. Mm -hmm. And it means this. If Jesus is your Savior, he must also be your Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. We cannot separate these things. That's right. And folks, we want you to be encouraged by this tonight. This is too often uh, the Christ of the Scriptures is presented as some kind of mamby-pamby, wish-I-could-help-you sort of a God. This is the Son of God who came and carried the weight of the world upon his shoulders as he died at Calvary. He can help you with your sin. He can forgive you of it, 
and he can give you victory over it. Mm -hmm. This is the Christ that we are happy to promote here. This is the Christ of the scriptures. This is the Christ that is both Savior and Lord. And, and so this is why it's so significant for us to talk about these issues and why we're encouraged to be able to do so um, here through this radio broadcast, because so many people are weighed down by this idea that um, I still carry all this luggage with me. You've heard people say mm, that sure, in the counseling sure. setting. Well, you don't understand, Pastor. You know, you don't know what I was before I became a Christian. You don't. They forget that pastors are people that once were not Christians. Were, yeah. Once were one of these <laughs> <Yeah>. filthy <laughs> sinners too. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the problem that happens that's uh, it's a it's a slippery slope when they get into that, into that easy believism gospel, uh, yeah. which is no gospel at all. Then they then they start going someplace else. Mm. To, to attempt to, to solve help. their problems. Yeah, exactly. Now they want to get help because he's not their Lord. Yeah. He, he's not their Lord. Yeah. He, so they're going That's exactly to the right. world means of all this. It, yeah. It's just a, uh, it's, it's the, this doctrine and theology we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You, you, you have to know the doctrine of Jesus, mm-hmm. who, who he is. Mm-hmm. He's not Lord because we make him Lord. I know we, we say that often, but he's Lord because he is Lord. That's right. That's right. And it's every knee shall bow and every tongue yes. shall confess that. Not that he is the nice guy and he's our Savior. It's that he's Lord. That's yeah. the confession. Yeah. And this is so significant because when we become Christians, Jesus becomes Lord of your life. That's why we're able to tell Janice, who's struggling with a chemical addiction, listen, if you really belong to Christ, Christ is more powerful than that addiction. Christ is more powerful than that chemical dependency. Mm -hmm. Christ is more powerful, if you truly belong to Jesus, Christ is more powerful than your compulsion to gamble. Absolutely. Christ is more powerful than your compulsion to commit some sort of sexual immorality. And the biggest reason why people are not gaining victory over these things is that they don't believe God. Mm. They don't believe he is who he is. They don't believe him well enough. Yeah, they, 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 they're saved. We understand that. But they don't believe that he is able to do all the things that he says he can do. Yeah, let's, I like that. Thanks, Gus. It's a Jesus that we need to see that is able to say to the woman caught in adultery, uh, I... Don't for, I don't condemn you either, but mm-hmm. go and sin no more. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. balanced Christ. We need a whole. Right. You that are listening that are entrapped in sin, you need a, the whole Jesus, the, mm. the one that can bust through death and come out of that grave. Hallelujah. The Amen. one, you know, the one who sits right now. He's he's not just in a robe. Uh, he's sitting on a throne. He's in a blaze of glory. His eyes are like brass. And there's, I mean, you need an awesome, powerful Jesus who can put all things under your feet which includes the small thing of the problems that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of powerful Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's only the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. see, that gives us the power that we need. This is what Paul says, amen, some of you were. If yeah. Paul, in describing true conversion, lists three, lists three transactions that occurred at the time the Lord saved them. The first is they were washed. That is, they were spiritually cleansed, cleansed. by God, an act which is symbolized for us in the, in the matters of baptism. Baptism didn't save. That's just symbolizing it. Mm-hmm. They were sanctified, meaning that they had been already right then set apart as God's people. We read of that in 1 Peter 2. Special 9. chosen people. Yes. And they were justified. 
showing God's act as judge and declaring the sinner righteous because of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. This expression gives to us the legal basis for the cleansing that's mentioned above. Paul says all this was done by God in them through the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and through the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit. Brethren, we have to learn to think biblically about what Christ has given to us in the matters of our conversion. We, we just read and we started off the program with, uh, with, with the scriptures that tell, them, that tell us that these, the, you were some of these. And we, that gives me great hope when I look, at, I look at Paul saying this. And let's, the scripture I want to tell people to go to is Romans 15, verse 4. For whatever mm-hmm. was written before was written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures may have hope. Mm. In other words, this scripture That's that right. we read right now was written for Janice and Janet, for everyone out there, that right. you will mm. have hope. That scripture you should personalize and make it for yourself. Yep. Brethren, we want to thank you tonight for listening to us. We, you can tell that we're passionate about these things, and, mm-hmm. and we get uh, fired up about the promises and the hope of the Word of God. This is a radio program designed to be, we trust, a help to you, and yes, our prayer, even a blessing. It's called Transforming Lives. We're on the, the radio every Sunday night. Uh, from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock here on WHKW 1220. We're going to be talking about this more next week, how we can have victory over life-dominating sins. Tell your friends. Join us. You have been listening to Transforming Lives, brought to you by the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at bci-ohio.com. That's bci-ohio.com. There you will find information about BCI, our resources, course offerings, and available materials. You may also write to the Biblical Counseling Institute, 8146 High Street, Garrettsville, Ohio, 44231. Your prayers and financial gifts for this ministry would be deeply appreciated. Thanks for listening. This program has been sponsored by the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio. 